Call. Sam, do it, bro. You got this. Do you hate us, Alex? <laughs> yeah, are you trying? My, I already have tonight this, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I literally laid, made my whole screen lag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now you got... Now, that was just the hype up, Sam. That was just the hype up. Oh, right. we're recording. Yeah. All right, so now I can go whenever. Whenever. Okay. evening friends and welcome to not another nat one we're an actual play DD podcast but today we're doing a small talk talking about episode oh jesus 10, 10. episode 10 yes the Big old double digit the old uh, jabari smith jr episode as it were my name know. is sam allen i play dos the elf variant artificer alongside me as always is my robot companion uh, aka mac and boys i do have to announce this to the world that it is season two episode 10 small talk and my mom has discovered our podcast so hello mom <laughs> oh nice hi mom if you make it this far this is for you so what's up sam's mom <laughs> Well, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith, playing the Playtime Paladin, Fitty Fitty Tyson! Hard uh, body. Yeah, with a hard body, man. Uh, episode 10 was fun for Fitty because he got to, like, kill people and, like, push them over, and they died. He didn't really have to lift very many fingers either to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you put some guards on the high spot and a uh, shield master shove. Do some, do some heavy lifting. Yeah, the, the plus five to strength really came in handy there, didn't it? Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Step yeah. three, would you, profit. Would you say Fiddy is a gravity mage? Uh, it, In episode 10, yeah, he specialized in, like, yeah, the law of gravity. <laughs> and using it to his advantage. It's funny because in episode nine, you were arguing about how high Fiddy could jump. In episode 10, <laughs> he's pushing people way, way down to their death. That is true. Roughly 50 feet. At least. <laughs> At, At least. They didn't roll feet. nat 20 athletic checks, though. <laughs> they did not. Uh, all right. Hi, I'm Keith. I play Luck, the artillerist. Ooh. Uh, until is that true, next though? week. Is that true? It could be. Oh, it uh, could be true. Okay. It could be true. It might not be true. I'm not, I didn't Google what an artillerist was, but we talked about it either last small talk or last episode. So we're yeah, going we're to cycle through a few of these. I do like the artillerist. I'll, I'll allow it. it. It sounds cool. Uh, but hey, everybody, I am your pitmaster, and I, my name is Chase Ezel. That's me. Uh, I had a fun time with this episode and putting the guys in a bit of a moral dilemma. And it's just always fun to see how they figure that kind of shit out. Do we not get a not your boy? Oh, I'm not your boy. I'm the trolley problem. And what you're going to do, you're going to hit the lever or, or, or are you not? Hmm. So with, that's the Nailed one that's it. like, that's the one that's like <laughs> one person Off dies or like a group of people die, right? Yeah, it's either yeah. you can take no action, but the trolley will hit like five people tied to a track, or if you take action and hit the lever, then one person on another track dies. So it's like it's a thing of do you take action and save more lives, or do you not take action and then therefore there's not any deaths technically on your hands? You're basically I, causing a death versus I think I think I would simply 
turn it halfway, cause the train to go off off the rails, and then just stop it before anybody died. I think that's what I would do. Okay. All right. Glad to be Spider Man. So okay, the trolley <laughs> problem has a solution. Sam has figured that shit ding, out. Ding, Let's ding. go. No. All right. So y'all want to talk about some favorite moments from this episode, though? Yes, yes. please. There I are can, a lot of good ones. Who wants to go uh, first? Who, yeah, who wants to go first? I feel like, I feel like I usually go first, so I can go first if y'all want. Hit it, buddy. Okay. Uh, so I think my favorite moment was arguably... it. Some could say it was the most important thing that happened this episode, and it's when Zaleria, we find that we find out she's actually, uh, she's actually infected with whatever this disease slash goo is. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Just it kind of... You know, it's been nine episodes of building. We kind of know what's going on, but like we have kind of confirmed that it's real. But it's like this is like, okay, this this makes it real for Doss. His sister is infected. And if we don't succeed, it's like she could either, you know, be controlled or she could die or she is in imminent danger if we like we as a group do not do something. So that's why it's my favorite moment. Cause I feel like it it, it adds more stakes to the campaign, which is always which is always fun. It, it was also a lot of fun going through the process of like checking to see if she was uh, infected. Someone said flayed uh, off mic as like the term, like a separate one for infected. And I like that. So I don't know. If- flayed? Flayed. Yeah, I think that was an Alex original. Alex, you are super, 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 super quiet. He's like muted quiet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. oh no. There you are. <laughs> Hello. There's our boy. What's up, everybody? But yeah, no, that, that was a fun one. Just the whole... First off, getting to where you can test her over the course of two episodes in the shower and the hair, and then like, well, that's a bust. We got to go to the source, get a fresh sample. Yeah, I think that I was the one that said flayed, and I don't know if I love that because that's what they call it in Stranger Things, and oh, we need to be careful. We need it, to be careful. No, it, we don't want to copy major yeah. media, but <laughs> it's a good term. I'm pretty sure flayed has another meaning of literally like, Removing the skin from a body. Yeah, I no, think so. Yeah, but it's I like think a that mind like, flayer. That's the hopefully that's yeah. not also what this is. Yeah, <laughs> guess we all, all have right, to back find to out. infected. Just uh, back to infected for now. Yeah. Uh, okay, I? I I can go next if y'all wanna if y'all want. So yeah, for mine it was post battle. I just loved seeing the you have these two groups. You have the military kind of city guard guys who have survived the ordeal after some non-lethal damage was applied and you have our the dreamy boys there who know that these guys are just trying to do their job and it's one of those things within D&D you have so many it's so easy to fall into like the murder hobo like tendencies of just well they're in our way they have to die boohoo they're fake anyway that it was fun to see you guys play out like oh no we don't have to kill these guys it would be morally gray at best to do so. So we're just going to find a way to work around that and make it so they are not hurt, but they cannot do the job that they need to <laughs> and stop us. I was going to say, we definitely did hurt them. We they hit were, them with a wagon. Well, they're, not, they're not dead then. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. We knew for a fact that we needed to fight them. Like, you don't put 
people like that in our path and not expect us to sling steel and bullets. But our characters are fairly morally virtuous, I would like to think. So we yeah. had to we had to create in the moment a but this is not our fault kind of vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's not our fault. Like y'all are the ones that are getting in our way. <laughs> You know, like, y'all may be doing your job, but our cause is more right. Like, we had to spin it that way, I think, for us to stomach it as well. Yeah, when when I was preparing for this session, I specifically crafted this battle to make it a moral conundrum. I was like, I know I want there to be, like, the guys that are going to act, actually start the fight and try to kill them, which were the, the royal guards up in the watchtower... It's like, but I also want just two guys who are just trying to make a living for their family in uh, a way that they know how and put them in the party's way and see what they do. And I thought y'all handled it really cool. And he had me a little bit worried there when y'all were going to turn around and leave. I was like, okay, here's time for the catalyst. Bird with a message. Yeah, no, that was... <laughs> so this was technically my favorite moment was uh, how difficult it was to get into combat with these guys. <laughs> Just, it's like, I rolled like a natural two to like fate to like, you know, talk our way past it. And so like that wasn't going to work. But we didn't want to like straight up murder these two random dudes. And I was like, we're going to get shot at by the Royal Guard or something. And then we can retaliate and we'll still be fine. It like... It was really the catalyst of there's a message bird coming in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is. <laughs> it was a little bit of metagaming, but a little bit of just like knowing that uh, the whatever the worst that can happen is happening. Uh, and that was going to be like kill orders. <laughs> and then and you know, all, all hell broke loose. <laughs> and y'all had like just left the place where you had this supernatural message saying like, hey, don't do this shit. And y'all did this shit. So you know something bad's going to happen soon. That was my other favorite moment was I like a supernatural uh, bad guy talk. I don't I, I, I know whoever that is is important or like a messenger of, of the BBEG. And it was really cool for him to isolate us in a public place. And like deliver us a message, and then Fiddy screams, and everyone looks at him like he's crazy. <laughs> that, was, yeah, that was that was fun. That but was fun for me. That's very cinematic, and like feels like oh, this guy is powerful. Like whatever this is we're dealing with is, it's not just like some clairvoyance watching us. This 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 being has real power. Yeah, I and I just FYI, I'm still definitely going to think whatever he tries to scry on us. I'm definitely going to just think of it as like a drone flying. I do too, trying to get get footage of us. Yeah, like some little like like I see like a glowing orb of light that's like just across and across. I know it's not that, but some sort of drone following us. I'm going to say this at the beginning of the fight because we almost did not have a fight. But it was an amalgamation of multiple bad roles that led to that fight. And I loved the role play that we had of, yeah, we need some sort of official document. Okay, let's go get the official document. Uh Uh-oh, we messed that up. But like Fiddy wasn't too stressed about not having... Like I was hoping that me showing it to him and putting it in my pocket quick, like persuasion check or something, maybe like the suaviness of Fiddy, but no, the letter was just that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad letter. And I think he had to roll with disadvantage. It was a, like a three or four or something. I didn't, I, no, no, no. I didn't, I, the, I thought the, 
because I didn't roll any persuasion. I just thought it was because the the letter was just so like it was just it looked <laughs> bad from a distance. Yeah. even <laughs> like you couldn't flash it quick enough to make mm-hmm. it look official. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, ah oh, man, no matter what, but we almost didn't get. I, I I would like to think we almost didn't get in that fight. <laughs> I, mean, I was, was about to run away and come back at night. That was my next plan when we were turning <laughs> around. Before the bird showed up, I was like, whatever, we'll just like camp out and then like try Sneak to stealth in. by. Yeah. Like, we'll let's do, do a night run. We'll do the fallout thing where we wait for like eight <laughs> hours and then just come back and it's dark and then we try to do it again. Yeah, I do that exactly. in Tears of the Kingdom too. Yeah, speaking of dice telling the story, like it was also super interesting that like we didn't want to kill the two regular guards, but like I definitely tried to kill them like multiple times and I just couldn't get the rolls to go with me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to stab one dude. I tried to get Mac. I think I think Mac had eventually knocked one of the guys out. Yeah. But like I couldn't do anything. So I, so I was listening back to him like, how do these guys live? And I'm like, oh, we just rolled that bad. Rolled that bad, and then when one of them would have died, Keith said, oh, uh, it's thunder, so I'm hoping it's non-lethal. Okay, oh yeah, if you don't want to kill these guys doing their job, you can choose to not kill the guys doing their job. He'll be unconscious. (laughs) I appreciated that, because I did pick a damage type. It sounds terrifying. Like, it's thunder, it's lightning, but thunder is actually just sound, like shock waves. (laughs) Yeah, does it, like, is thunder bludgeoning damage of some sort? It's its own t- damage type, but I would I would say it's pretty much the same as bludgeoning damage. That makes that's kind of what I see. Yeah, it, it feels like a post explosion shockwave that like one of those powerful ones that can knock you back real hard. Yeah, like in my head, that's kind of what I picture, just hyper localized. But Alex, what's your favorite moment? Buddy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do have mine. Uh, mine was I, we, we kind of have jumped all around the timeline of this episode. So I'm taking it back towards the beginning. When we were back with Zeliria and Saltwater, Slatewind, whatever the heck her name was. <laughs> uh, what was that kid's name? Victor? Vic the yeah, Dick? Vic, Vic, Vic the Dick, Vic, Vic the Dick. I think we actually called him Vic, like, Vic the Douche. And I was thinking back, like, we probably should have called him Vic the Dick. That would have made... No, that's what Sam called him. Yes. Yeah, he, you did call him Vic the Dick. Okay. Uh, but Fiddy, Alex, like at the beginning of that whole scene, I said something about farting and I thought it was funny because farts are funny. And then guys never roll off. <laughs> always roll, um, only roll when asked. Does that make sense, everybody? Because <laughs> I rolled and I, I knew it'd be funny with the nat one of farting myself, but I didn't think it'd go as far as shitting myself. And then at the moment I was like, oh, that that's funny. Like I like that. Like Fitty just shit. Wait, Fitty just pooped <laughs> in this office, and this is kind of a serious moment. And I, as Alex, genuinely felt bad in the moment. I was like, "Man, I just pulled Fitty out of that scene. Like this is a big deal." But I would like to think that it opened up the opportunity for Sam to role play in the moment to save that whole scene because he used it as like, hey, look, sorry, Zeliria. It's been a weird day. Like, I'm sorry for Fiddy shitting on your couch. Can I give you a hug? And then the the snatch and yank happened. So yeah, I for uh, sure thought that was going to fail, by the way. I, I thought it was too, <laughs> honestly, but it didn't. Well, building off that, one of my favorite things of the episode is just the implication that Doss has a specific hair pocket because he keeps talking about pulling hair and putting it in this pocket. 
That's not DOS that's doing that. That's Fiddy or, that said that three episodes in a row. I thought DOS, I thought you said you tucked away in a pocket or was it? Do we Do just you have mean two Fiddy hair has pockets? a specific hair pocket? I just said put it in a pocket. Gotcha. Okay. So Fiddy's got the specific hair pocket. DOS just has hair in a pocket. Y'all don't pay attention, man. I'm sorry, to the man. Lore, bro. The, the lore runs and he was, deep. He was, he was so confused. He was like, no, it's... Wait, wait. Like, but, but I, I heard Doss say he put it in his pocket. <laughs> he has a hair pocket. But no, he's just got a pocket with hair in it where Fiddy's got the pocket for hair. Yeah, I don't want to actually argue that Fiddy has a hair pocket. <laughs> oh, it's canon. Don't worry about that. I guess that. it is now. You don't now, have to yeah. argue it. It's, it's canon. It if you ever need hair for some sort of spell, Fiddy's got you, man. Hey, where's the hair pocket? Where's it located? On his thigh. Okay. It's a good place for it. Yeah, yeah. Does he have a system to like keep the hair? Not at all. Separate? It's just once they go in, it's just... Part free for all, baby. Just part Gosh. of the bundle. Buy one, Is get one free. Goal for the hair pocket, like, are you? Hey, we should put. We uh, should empty out the hair pocket like and put it all on the plate. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> and just see what happens. And just see what happens. Yeah. Uh, there is no uh, uh, end goal for this. Maybe it's hair from everybody Fiddy's killed. He just likes mm. hair. That's dark, actually. That is pretty dark. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I don't know. I don't want to make Fiddy that weird, but he does have a hair pocket now, so... We'll just I gotta have to wait and see when it comes up Yeah, yeah, next. I got to figure out. Yeah, when it comes up naturally, we'll figure it out. But yeah, we got, we got to play that one out on, on the main episode for sure. <laughs> it's, it's imperative. It's so important to, <laughs> to the lore, quote-unquote. But uh, I, did, I did have one that's not an official listener question, but Jamie texted me separate asking about Fiddy and his... Um, accidents and my accidents made a good point. Well, specifically with this one, shitting, but is does it have anything to do with the fact that Fiddy is used to having a litter box and there's just not any throughout the rest of the city? Uh, canonically, I think he just, I think he eats so much that he is just always in a constant state of having to poop. And <laughs> I will say, when it takes you. 10 minutes to take off your armor. Like, yeah, you have to hold it for a long time. So, if you're pushing, it's not that there's no litter boxes. He's learned to live without them. Like, he prefers them. It's like people who come over here in the United States that come from a country where bidets are normal. Like, they probably prefer the bidet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can make do in, in other places. I feel like it's like that. But it, I think it's an armor thing. Like, he has to hold it for so long. So if he plays Russian roulette with it, <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of only one bullet in the chamber, he's got, like, three or four. <laughs> There's only one empty slot. The rest are full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was just a lapse of judgment in his part. <laughs> but I, this, to me, sounds like Fiddy is what TikTok would deem a piss girl instead of a pee-pee girl. Which the difference is a pee-pee girl plans ahead, uses the bathroom before leaving the restaurant or before going into the movie. A piss girl is the one who you're riding down the interstate and is like, I'm about to piss myself if we don't pull over right now. <laughs> That's incredible. A piss girl has accidents once every few months. A pee-pee girl has to try to pee sometimes because they're going ahead of time. Fiddy Tyson is, and let me just say this on mic, Fiddy Tyson's my favorite character I've ever played because I have all of this lore and backstory that we've not gotten to, but 
damn, if we know the bowel movement trajectory <laughs> and how Fiddy shits and pisses and the constant nature of it, man. Yeah, but for real, like I like having a character that's a little weird. Oh, yeah. It, I feel it like definitely all makes our characters are weird, to be fair. Yeah. He's going to get serious eventually. I'll have fun with him, and then we'll get some lore eventually. Hell, yeah. Well, do uh, you want to do some questions? Or, so, Sam, would you like to ask it? Do you want to do some questions? Let's do some <laughs> yeah. questions. Sure. Yeah, I got a few. You, you got a few? Away? Then why don't you go first? Yeah, I'll go. I, I got one for you guys as players, and then one for your characters as uh, entities in which you play. Uh, hit us with yeah. the... Hit, uh, hit, a, hit, us, hit us with the characters first. All right. So your characters, Doss and Luck. Uh, I don't know how you can answer this one, but answer it as Furlon. Answer it as Furlon, Chase. Uh, what in-story reason can you give for your character's lowest stat? So Fiddy's lowest stat is intelligence. Um, so I've got to f- I have a story reason as to why he has low intelligence and everything else is... Not all that bad. So was he dropped on his head? No, I just think that it's like he grew up in James Hold and his, you know, his mom kind of put him through this very, very young. You're going to learn how to fight. Like you're going to, you are on the trajectory of professional fighting and books and stuff like that was just not. He studied the blade quite literally and not books. <laughs> no. But he's not, but like his intelligence is only nine. Like it's not like he's like dumb. Just, he just, just a little he, below average. Yeah. yeah. Nine's, nine's respectable. Well, but anything like nine is already kind of pushing kind of dumb. Anything below that is kind of dumb. It's like intelligence dumb. wise. Damn, what what's Lux intelligence stat? It's a dumb. seven. Yeah, it's dumb. Damn, that's crazy, <laughs> Keith. I wouldn't take that kind of disrespect about my I'm, character I, like that. I've accepted that Luck is a dummy. Ca- I feel like I have to role play that every time we play. Your character uh, has a gun. How dumb? How he dumb does have a gun. <laughs> uh, Luck wasn't always this dumb. There we go. Uh, was the character reason? Uh, I play a dark, mysterious character, and I can't talk about anything. But Luck wasn't always this dumb. That makes sense. I kind of felt it was going to be something like that. Hmm. Uh, Doss's lowest status strength. Uh, so when Doss was in school and like in the military, instead of uh, like how a lot of people have like uh, PT practice, physical training, he instead of that, he would always skip that and go read. He knew his like... What a nerd. Yeah, his strength wasn't going to get him anywhere, but he like... He knew if he was smarter than it, he 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 likes to uh, play smarter, not harder, sort of thing. So he knew if he was going to be successful, it'd be like his brain and not his uh, athletic abilities. Have, have you guys ever played with a swole elf? No, uh, I've seen like the art, like randomly on the D and D subreddit, it's just like the swole elf magician. <laughs> I just really want to see one day. Dark wizard game. money gang. <laughs> <laughs> no witches. No witches. <laughs> we love. We love casting spells. <laughs> love two things in this world: casting spells and lifting weights. And I'm all out of spell slots. <laughs> Dang. In what scenario would a swole wizard actually be like playable? 
Bro, I'll, I'll play you one next time. Uh, luck luck was almost a swole wizard. Ooh. Oh, that would have been fun. Uh, yeah, I don't have a character sheet for Furlon, but I feel like his lowest would be Constitution. Like, this guy gets food poisoning from the freshest ingredients every time. Like, one chili pepper anywhere near his food, and he's spending a week on the toilet. Like, dude could not... Poor Furlon. Poor guy. He's... I, I, I almost said, like, charisma, but I feel like he's got that kind of boyish charm that people just love to be around or love to, like, just... Let him be himself. It's like, oh, sweet little Furlon. So I think he's got. He would have fairly high charisma. He's not dumb. He's got. He's got to be smart because he's like a nerdy little guy. Dexterity. I, it's either dexterity or constitution. And in my opinion, constitution is funnier. I like it. It's this a is good, a good lore. I, I agree yeah. with everything you said. Today, I learned Sam and Furlon both suffer from IBS <laughs> <laughs> and possibly fitty question mark. <laughs> See, here's a hint: a Furlon is based on Sam. Damn! No, no, oh, no, no, no! I am, no. I am kidding. That that uh, that was honestly one of the meanest things I think I've ever said, Sam. And I apologize. I wouldn't okay. take that. Hey, Sam, don't no, don't don't accept his apology. You see, I can I can dish it, but I I whenever somebody gives it back, I'm just like, yes, sir, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> hey, I I had a I had a, I saw something on Twitter the other day that was funny. It was like scientists peering over a a spider and they're like okay cool we're gonna name this guy long legs because of his long legs and the other guy scientist looks up and says not fucking kinky enough <laughs> daddy long legs <laughs> daddy long okay keep going sorry love that you're next you didn't you didn't ask the other question but we want to start have would, alex be the bookends start and finish yeah with I, alex. Yeah, okay. gonna do both of I got them, i got right? a simple oh, one. i got a, i got a i got a quick a quickie uh oh yeah you your main weapon breaks on your character uh go with barry since he has a bow right. and you have to pick up a new weapon what are you what are you using my shield there's like no weapon just two you're gonna get two shields no, can I just like take my shield from my non-dominant hand, put it in my dominant hand and use it as like a bludgeoning weapon? I mean like you now have to use a different weapon for the rest of the campaign. Oh. So like no more flails. Oh. Your pro your your signature oh. weapon is gone. Okay. Although I, I kind of like the idea of you beating people to death with your shield. <laughs> I don't can like we just can we just give mall. him two shields? Yeah, and just have him beat the shit out of people. Just like two like shields. boxing gloves, basically. Yeah. Just wait a second. Wait a second. No, hey. but my my real answer would be like a like a hammer or a maul or something like that. M a u l. Yeah. Like I like bludgeoning weapons. I like the idea of crushing people. Damn. Um, uh, wait, 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 wait. I have a real answer. Keith, have you ever played the game Vindictus? It's a, a MMORPG. Nope. Oh, actually, no. Oh, I might have actually, but I don't know anything about it. Did you? Okay, okay. Maybe you've seen promotional art and any one of our listeners, please say in the Discord, have you seen this? There's that dude <laughs> with the gigantic stone pillar. Like that's oh. all he uses. And when I say, when I say gigantic uh. stone pillar, it's literally like he is the size of the Hulk, and the stone pillar is like twice the size of him, and he just like beats people with it. That's what my choice would be. I don't know what you would call that. Uh, pillar. <laughs> in Warcraft in. Three, they were like a totem, but that was a a different vibe. But that's uh, my answer. For DOS, so what was it for me, Keith? Do I just not have spells anymore? 
Oh, I forgot. You, uh, uh I, I consider your marshmallow guns like real weapons. So okay. maybe like pick a new, like, main cantrip. Uh, oh, I, I know your answer, Sam. It's the, it's the other ar- artificer archetype that you were telling me about. Oh, yeah. If I, I would completely change my character and be in, uh, 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 uh I think that one's called the artillerist because I get cannons. Oh, yeah. Which is what I almost chose, which would have been pretty awesome. Because at level, I think six or eight, I think I can make the cannons invisible. So I could have like two invisible cannons. The fuck? Yeah. So you're welcome, Chase, for not choosing that. Thank you. But yeah, Alex, that Vindictus Pillar guy, that's that looks yeah. pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be my weapon. I don't know what you call that, but shouts out Vindictus Pillar guy. So I, I I think for Barry, I would go back to the original like character design. I was well, not character design, but loadout. I was toying up because I was like, I, I don't want to be another ranger with a bow and arrow. So at, at first, I was drawing Barry up as a dual wielding swordsman and just swinging around two wow, blades. That would have been cool. Yeah, but then Keith, you sent me the like the stat block and information for his crystal and longbow, and I'm like, okay, that's actually that's sick as fuck. I'm going to be a ranger with a bow and arrow, but it's going to be sick. <laughs> sick, nasty. So yeah, I think he would just toss his snapped longbow safely in a container since it still has some sentimental value, and then just pick up a couple of short swords and fucking whirlwind that shit around and slice everybody in a five foot radius. Nice. I like it. I'm gonna say luck would go some type of finesse weapon. Like a I guess the rapier is the best finesse weapon, but I'd I'd make Chase let me reskin it into something else. Get a whip. Get a whip. <laughs> like a whip. Yeah, I do a whip. Yeah, get a there whip. You there you go. All right. Uh well I've got my deck of conversation cards that I want y'all to answer oh, yeah. in character. This one, if y'all, this one we can skip unless you, let's just, or pick a real world one of these. So what is your character's favorite quote or phrase? Hey, remind me what these cards are. Remind me what these are. So these I picked up at a Water Lantern Festival held in a nearby town. And you, they, they just gave you these in the little pack that you got to decorate your lantern. So if you brought someone out on a date or something, it was a first date, you could just go through this deck of cards and have conversation topics. So quick reminder, the last small talk we did, if you opened a restaurant, what type of food would you serve? Uh, so this, this small talks conversation piece from the deck is what is your favorite quote or phrase? I got fitty, one. Fitty, Tyson, Tyson, okay. Fitty, Fitty, Hard Body. Okay. That one was easy. Solid. Okay. Hell yeah. I, I said mine on a previous episode, but it's going to be, you never know what worse luck your bad luck has saved you from. Yeah. yeah Shouts out. Good quotes, so baby. So good. Does mine count? Can that one count, Chase? Yeah, that, yeah. I, mean, I think that counts. Perfect. It, it's Fitty. It's, it's obviously his favorite phrase. It's iconic. It, it makes him hype. <laughs> Uh, oh shit, that means I have to come up with one. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dusty, uh, Fitty, do you want the, the goo? That, that's a good quote. <laughs> do you want the goo? Yeah. That's actually pretty funny. It's gooing time. Oh, I do like it's gooing time. Yeah, I want that one. What that about Flex mine. Seal? That's a lot of damage. That's a that's lot of, that's a lot of glue. I meant goo. <laughs> that's a lot of goo? Yeah. That's a well, lot of goo. Yeah, it could work. 
I feel like, like maybe Das's most said line off off mic would be, "Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy?" Yeah, that one's yeah, not. That's, that yeah, one's that's not probably bad true. Either. Yeah, that's good. Or there well, was one about balling at one point. Fuck it, we ball. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, fuck too. it, we ball is great. Uh, for my answer, I'm going to give you what my high school senior quote was. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't I, actually know this one. I think it was Winston Churchill, and it was, success is using the bricks that people throw at you to build things, or something like that. Bro, look at all those bricks at you. Yeah, look at all those Legos behind you. All the haters. Yeah, see, that's success. I make Legos. Fuck off, haters. <laughs> The same. How many, you got a how many haters do you think you have, Chase? You know, honestly, I wouldn't think too many. Uh, so, get in the Discord or tweet at us if you're a Chase hater. I need to know. So he can block you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're gonna roast you in the next small talk. Yeah, but I'm not a. I'm. I'm a. I'm not a Chase hater. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm a Chase yeah. despiser. Oh mm. yeah. The, the beef is real. That's Who do you think we, has the most haters here the, between the four of us? I, I, I honestly, feel like it's Alex. It, why would it be me? It has to be you because you're the only you. You're a teacher, and not yeah, students don't point. like. That's not yeah. bad. That's not a bad point. <clears throat> like, I mean, yeah, it's not because of anything you do personally. Just yeah. you know, you're a teacher. It comes with the territory. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But the sad thing is, I'm guessing you have the most haters, and 99 percent of them are under the age of 18. <laughs> Do they Probably. really count? Probably not. <laughs> Probably yeah, they, not. They can't even vote. Oh man! Shouts out. Shouts out. But hey, Sam, you got a question for us? Or was that your question? Uh, that was not my question. Uh, my question is this: So we are currently making our way to downtown. Yes, Welcome we're making fast. our way downtown. Mm-hmm. We're kind of making our way out of town. Maybe some might consider like on a little little vacay, little staycation, a little bit. So I want to know what your character's favorite type of vacation is. I thought about actually asking y'all this question. Like really? where yeah, where would you go if mm. your character could go to a vacay? Mine I thought would be the beach. Uh, like, fitty on the beach. Really? Yeah, fitty on the beach. I think he likes the beach. I think I it's because that. it's so different than what he gets to be around on a day by day basis. Like the the open ocean, the sea, the beach. Like that's not something he sees daily. So if he wants to see something different, he goes to the beach. I, I need to know though: is fitty like a regular swimsuit kind of guy, a wetsuit kind of guy, or a speedo kind of guy? He has a daughter, so regular regular swimsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking fair. like the dad, the like 40s dad onesie with the stripes. Not that, know, not like, that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wearing the t-shirt in the ocean. Yeah, it's one of the only times he gets to show off his, his like David Hasselhoff body. <laughs> do, well, do lions have like six packs and stuff? <laughs> this one does. Fitty anthropomorphic does. ones, too. Yeah, Fitty does. Fitty shredded. <laughs> Call him Kraft uh, Mac and Cheese. I have I no should. idea how to answer this question. <laughs> what was probably the question tough for you? Because uh, I, I, luck doesn't seem like the type that takes vacations. He just goes back to Gibby's bar. Yeah, Gibby's is his own haven. Uh, uh, I, 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 I would go to the beach. No, no, he wouldn't. Never mind. Doesn't like the beach either. <laughs> he uh, wears too much dark clothes for the beach. Yeah, <laughs> a cabin somewhere deep in the woods, far away from anybody. I feel like he's more social than that, though. So it's it's weird. 
he might just like having just like a week out like in the kind of the uh, underbelly of the city doing like shady shit. Doss's idea of a vacation is him like staying at home, nobody bothering him, and him working on a new invention. I like vacation. Yeah, staycation. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I can get with that. All right, y'all want to answer some listener questions? Yes, baby. Let's answer those user questions. All right, first one is coming to us hot off the presses from Gonger Brood. Shout out Gonger Brood. We're gonna get a little serious here, and I think we talked about this some in the Discord, but. I feel like it's a nice conversation topic here for us. Uh, with how involved we all are in D&D, how do you avoid burnout while still playing the game an enjoyable amount? So that's something I think a lot of people can get anxious about, especially if you're playing often, especially if you're DMing, that burnout is very real and you got to find a way to mitigate it. So I can start. I can start us off, buddy. Yeah, because I might, I don't, I don't know everybody else's D&D right now, but I feel like I'm in like three or four D&D groups at the moment, which oh, yeah. is not something to be like, not something to be upset about. It just, D&D burnout is something that I am maybe struggling with as we speak, because it is something that's, you know, it, it is a very involved game. And I would say my number one piece of advice is to just remember that it is a game. And aside from the podcast, like the podcast, it's, a game and then some like we have a little bit extra pressure on us like you know we're recording what we do but the ones around the table guys like the number one rule is to have fun and if your stress and anxiety whether that be a player if you're stretching yourself too thin with too many games like don't play this game too much to where you despise it like cut back if you have to like be safe with it because it's it is it is a game that is so much fun but i think what we can do as dnd players is like we hear the it's very hard to get dnd groups so that when we hear dnd groups are like yeah i'll join yeah i'll join yeah i'll do this yeah i'll do that and then we forget like oh wait this isn't this isn't like plug and play video game you have to think about this yeah so yeah, <clears throat> at least for for me one of the big things was not don't care, but let go a little bit. So like if, because if you get in your mind such a, like a very rigid progression for a story or a character and you want to see all these points hit, but the story doesn't go that way, you maybe only get to play a session once a month and the DM doesn't want to like, can't really focus on individual characters as much then it can be very frustrating to have this vision for how you want it all to go that you you kind of lose the forest for the trees where you're looking for the individual thing so you don't get to experience it as a whole and just have a good time playing it. So I, my advice is kind of be a little bit more loose about it. Yeah, have your character development pr- plot points, work with your DM, I'm not saying ignore all that because that's a lot of the fun of this. But just when things pivot, be open and accepting to that. So, and if... I like that. That's good. Except for in a case where you can do it and maybe the DM is just highly favoring one character in a party, then it's time to either have a conversation with your DM or find a different group. If it's just strictly avoiding helping you because they don't want to, then that's not fun. Uh, You're me, Keith. Uh, I, I, I'll go. Uh, if you can be the caboose, because I don't have anything super. 
deep to say. Uh, oh, I actually thought that Alex's, I, I had Alex's take, which I thought was going to be hot, uh, which is like, it's D&D's fun. If you're not having fun, play less D&D. It's yeah. not like, yep. yeah. like it's, uh, I, I get this question. I used to play League of Legends and I still play Dota and everyone's like crying constantly about, how do I don't have fun with this game anymore. How do I have fun with this game anymore? And it's like, it's a game, play a different game. Like uh, D&D's no different. If you're playing too much D&D and you're burning out, like, Play less D and D. It's not. It's it just. Uh, it's for fun. Have fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll say this. On, I'll say this on Mike, guys. I I try to take that mentality into everything that I do. I have 150 hours on Tears of the Kingdom, and I had I put it down. Am I done with it? No, because I know that if just like with D and D, if you do something too much of one good thing over and over and over again, like. What's that called? I'm an economics teacher and it's like positive and negative externalities. I think it has like a name to it, but it is what yeah. it is. Like they, they, you do something too much of a good thing. Eventually that good yeah. thing is not going to be good. Uh, also, D&D is not the only TTRPG. So if you're getting burnt out with D&D, but you still want to have that like sitting around the table, rolling dice with your friends, maybe try a different game system. Like uh, Monster of the Week. It's a lot, a lot more short, fun bite size oriented you get to have a different kind of setting different skills and learning a new game system can make it new and maybe more fun and less likely to be burnt out than hearing uh, somebody ask for a perception check for the 50th time in two weeks so yeah maybe try try a new game system too if yeah. that yeah go ahead keith no sorry i was just that D- dm burnout much different i don't know i've never learned how to address that <laughs> Just so uh, sorry for uh, DMs out there. If you're burning out, that's uh, that's rough, buddy. That's rough, I mean, buddy. I, I mean, this is something that I, I feel like we did a pretty good job of. If like we've got, you know, we we know for a fact that there's three of us at our table. That if at any one time one of us looks at the other person is like. I, I got to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got people that can pick it up. Like, guys at your tables, if you're forever DM, say something. Like, yeah. <laughs> force somebody to do it. Like, if you're not having fun, mm-hmm. the point of this game is to have fun. And if you're not, don't play it. DMs, you can also trick your friends into becoming the new forever DM with one simple trick. Say, hey, this is getting stressful. I need a break. Can one of you run a one-shot Yes. And I guarantee it will never actually be one session. It's like a (laughs) 0.001% chance that a one shot only lasts one session. Unless you do it eight hours. You'll buy yourself at least a few weeks. Yeah, you'll get some time. Uh, Well, I have a completely different take. I'm going to go, I'm going to kind of go 180 here, if that's okay. Okay. Do it. We knew you would, we knew you would bring it for the caboose. Chuckle fucker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually Keith, not. you what gotta stop say saying that true. bro I'm just kidding <laughs> what they said is completely true if you're not having fun don't play it's it's pretty much as simple as that uh, I'm I'm only in one I'm only in one D&D group this group and it's I, I could play more than that to be perfectly honest but I know that burnout is real so uh, I think it's good I think the uh, less is more situation probably applies here as well because I've I super duper look forward to every time we're at the table. So that's probably all I have to add to that. But listen to the other three. They're way more uh, experienced and knowledgeable about this sort of thing than I am. I'm just here for funsies. <laughs> well, all right. Well, our next question comes from Flammed. And also, I just want to point out 
that we have messed his name up and debated on it so many times. And quick shout out to him for changing his Discord username to Thlammed as in Slammed. So gave us the pronunciation guide. So Thlammed, thank you for clearing that up for us. Thanks, Thlammed. I mean, Thlammed, Thlammed. Thlammed, Thlammed, yeah. So Thlammed asked a question that we kind of answered last time, but not fully because he put the question in right after we had a brief discussion about this. But would your character put the shopping cart back? We know Fiddy would, but I don't think we went through the other two. So quick address of that. We got we to gotta get that answer out there. I got I got a story in lieu of Fiddy's answer because I accidentally uh, almost had confrontation with somebody when it came to putting their cart back. Oh shit! Like I, I was going back to my car from Walmart, and the lady like got in her car and left the cart right in front of my car. So I didn't say anything to her, but I made eye contact with her, grabbed her cart, and put it back. And I sped away as she was like rolling down the window to like say something to me. I was like, I, I didn't mean it like that. I was just... <laughs> so uh, guys, don't bring the smoke unless you actually plan on... No, don't bring the lighter unless you plan on actually smoking. There you go. That's Put it. Put the card back. Doss, Do- yeah, Doss would definitely... Doss would push the card back. I feel like you would have a system to where like... I feel like if Doss ever went to a modern day grocery store, he would have Mac in the buggy just like sitting and he could like push him around and stuff. But he would definitely put the cart back. Luck is an arms full shopper. He doesn't believe in grabbing the cart at all. He just like balances (laughs) all the two liters and napkins and toilet paper all in his arms and then checks out with it. Oh, wow. Not not even like personal reusable bags, just all in the arms. Yeah, just all in the arms. I just, wish you to. I wish you would take that one step further and just say Luck doesn't believe in stores. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> he just waits outside and for people to like walk away. Like they put their stuff in the trunk and Luck waits like five seconds and then opens their trunk, takes it all, and then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not related, but it reminds me of a video that I saw circling around like Reddit and TikTok and Twitter of like some some guys trying to steal from like a Home Depot, toss the thing in the bed of their pickup truck. And as they're pulling away, the employee's right there and just reaches into the back of the pickup truck and yanks it out (laughs) as they're leaving. Yeah, rock and roll. (laughs) All right. So our next question comes from Jaylee. And this one is specifically for Sam. Uh, So you have mentioned that DOS is blue instead of purple uh, because he has not been back to me now in a while. So... Would his sister Saliria be more purple since she's allowed to go to come and go back and forth from Minel? Yeah, uh, so this is actually a really good question. Um, and shout out to past Sam for making Doss blue slash other elves purple when I have a blue color blindness deficiency. <laughs> so really smart thinking by yours truly. But uh, yeah, so Zalaria would look uh, a little different than Doss, not too much. Um, Doss would Doss is blue, like we've already mentioned. Um, some of that I've already mentioned before, but it's good to bring it up. Uh, Minel, the magic of Minel, it's it's pink. It's like this pink almost sand that's pretty much everywhere. It gets in your food, your clothes, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, it actually, like, well, if it, like, gets into elves, like, the next elves, they'll, like, they will turn out purple, like, a couple shades darker. Um, so for Doss, since he hasn't been there, he's he's blue, all of that. 
Mino magic has kind of washed away. But uh, his sister is probably not purple, probably like just a darker shade of blue. Uh, but uh, if someone did go to me now and see the L's and they would notice they were all purple. Purple haze. All right. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like she would not be as blue as DOS, but more somewhere in between since she's not always there. Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine as like a, a diplomat, she probably has like, instead of like, quote unquote, like her on and off times might be like, she might be gone for like two or three months, but then like might have a month to where she can go back to me now yeah. and like recuperate or something is how I imagine it. Yeah, I like that. All right. So our next one comes from Charwolf. Shout out Charwolf. And I, I, he asked me this, but I want to extend it to everybody. Uh, who is your favorite NPC in season two so far? Hmm. Uh, it's it's Chuck. It's the homie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you did introduce Chuck. Chuck, dude. Yes. I can't tell you how proud I was of that. That was amazing. Dear diary. <laughs> it's I, me, honest to God, that, that was almost my favorite moment of the whole show. <laughs> it was incredible. It was awesome. Uh, but, my My answer is Chuck. For now, but the placeholder is oh, I uh, uh, Jimothy. I really liked Jimothy. Oh, yeah, oh, god, Jimothy was was a champ. <laughs> uh, I'm take. I, I feel like I'm missing a little bit, but I'm gonna say the Dean, Dean Aberdeen. Mm. He's technically a villain, but he's he's also a non player character, so yeah, I did like Dean Aberdeen. Dean Aberdeen was on my list. Um. Hmm, my favorite NPC thus far. There's a lot of uh, of good ones. I'm battling between Aaliyah and Hayes. Aaliyah because of just, I mean, I don't know. She's pretty badass. Yeah. But Hayes we've seen more of, and I really, really like who Hayes is. Like, I like how involved she is. I like the, like, relationship that we see on screen with, with her. Like, I like that Fiddy has not trusted her, but she, you have made somebody who is trustworthy. So, I don't know. I like Hayes. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with probably the obvious one. And I just love my little guy, Furlon. He, I like he's Furlon. just so fun. Between could, him and Shamison. I couldn't believe Furlon was still not picked. Furlon was up honest. there. Yeah, Furlon was up there. Shamison I like, but I just like the idea. It's like like with Aaliyah. I like the idea of Aaliyah. She hasn't been on screen all that much. And like yeah. Shamison's been on screen more than Aaliyah, but like we don't know who Shamison is as a person. You know, I, like I just like doing the voice for him. Yeah. Do it here. Do it here. Oh, yes. Yes, Mr. Tyson. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to. Oh, the we'll hymn was you. Furlon. I thought oh, you, you were were Furlon? Cham- I want Shamison. Oh, that was that. Jameson and Furlon are actually very similar because Furlon oh. is like a shrimpy kind of little guy and I wanted him to sound a little bit prepubescent. And Jameson is a... Uh, oh, what's the a caricature of high school Chase's constant oh, voice yeah. cracking? So maybe he's more like this. Like, yeah, yeah, Mr. Tyson, we'll get you. We'll make sure to get that fight sorted. And Furlon's a little bit more... Yes, sirs, I, I'm... He, he's, just a just a little bit more nervous with everything, and uh, yeah, Mr. Tyson would like you to come out for a competition, please. I like so that. they actually sound very similar. So God help me if there's ever a situation where Furlon and Jameson have to have a conversation. Uh, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna set that up for you. 
That's my new goal. It's going to be so confusing for the audience. I made them too similar. I'm going to have to make them more different. All right. So our last listener question comes from Gonger Brew. Shout out Gonger. Thank you. Shout out Gonger. So he's giving us a scenario. He's he's swinging by the gas station on the way to hang out. (laughs) What are we asking him to bring for us? (laughs) I.e. snacks, drinks, candy, etc. Is that for Alex or for Fiddy? Yes. Okay, then I'm going for Alex. I want a a Milo sweet tea, a bag of original Cheez-Its, and the king-size double uh, three musketeers because I'm going to make a just unholy Cheez-It sandwich. After peeling the chocolate off the three musketeers, so it's just nougat. Damn it, Chase. Mm. That's what I was going to say. I'm sorry, buddy. I've never (laughs) seen another human eat a three musketeers like the way Alex does. I have one downstairs that I'm excited about now. I'll do that on game night, Mike, too. Uh, I'll go next. So I have a personal story from this. Don't ever ask Chasey Zell what to get from a gas station (laughs) because I told this man one time, he asked what I wanted. I said, surprise me. This man brought me a pineapple Fanta. (laughs) Come on, Chase, bro. (laughs) I would have put hands on him. To be fair, I was surprised. So it did work. Uh, If you're asking Sam, Sam wants a wild cherry Pepsi. And an iced honey bun. Okay. Okay. I won't judge. I won't judge. Let me guess Keith's. Go Keith for it. Keith wants a code red. Um disrespectful. Don't uh, take that, Keith. <laughs> um, nutter butters, but the king size where they're circle, not where they look like peanuts. And a what? Uh, the- <laughs> uh, a the chocolate flavored vanilla wafers. Where are you pulling? What gas station are you at? <laughs> I'm at I, dude, I'm the one right next to my house. Oh my god. Uh not you're you're close on the the Code Red Mountain Dew. I, I would I wouldn't t- I wouldn't turn one of those down. That's my childhood. But for sure. Uh I would forego snacks and just just give me an energy drink. I'm tired all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go drink one right now. Yeah, for for Chase, it's depending on how tired I am and how early in the day it is or how, if it's a weekend, I'm either going for a Coke Zero or a Peachy Keen Sugar-Free Monster. Mm. Uh, and then it's either going to be a Kit Kat or a good old-fashioned Hershey bar. Hershey? You want it with the with the nuts or no nuts? No nuts. Just straight hey, milk chocolate shake, directly down my gullet. Shake that, my hand. No, nah, give me that cookies and cream Hershey, though. Mm. Okay, that ain't bad. Or, okay, I also... Peanut M&Ms are somewhere in that mix. Peanut M&M's are gross. I'm just going to say it. You're gross. You're not wrong. Love some peanut M&M's. Although, I, uh, what was it? There was like a caramel macchiato M&M or something like that, where it was, like, it was a caramel and coffee flavor, and that shit was delicious. That actually probably would be pretty good. It was pretty good. But all right. Yeah, I think that about does it for the night. So thank we you. We got to go to game night, Chase. We got game night. We got so, game yeah. night in literally seven minutes. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven minutes, minutes, guys. <laughs> T minus seven minutes. So by the time you're listening to this, you will have missed this game night. But for, do not fret because you can join in on the next one. Uh, just hop into our Discord, get in our game night chat and be a part of the planning and the having fun. We pick the games and we cycle the days of the week it's on to make sure that at some point anybody can join despite work schedules. And you can find that Discord invite link in our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash not another nat one. You're going to find that Discord invite link. You're going to find links to all of our social medias, 
our Twitter and TikTok at Nano D&D, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at NineNetherNet1. Also going to find the SoundCloud and BandLab full of the original awesome music that Alex writes for us, a Google Drive with wallpapers to rep Nano on your devices, and our official merch shop at Redbubble. Go there, buy some stickers. Uh, I think the latest ones, we've got Tony the Hawk. Tony the Hawk! And the juicy button. Juicy button. Hit the juicy. Bro, you have the juicy button. Gotta hit that juicy. Oh, there we go. There it is. Uh, But yeah, so go hop on all those. Give us a follow. Keep up and join our Discord to be a part of these game nights. But Sam, you got anything to take us out tonight? I got it. Until next time, my friends. Stay funky fresh. Funky fresh. Let's go.